Hello and welcome. This is Prealia, the History of Ukraine podcast. In the previous first episode, we learned about life of early humans in Ukraine, beginning of agriculture and metal processing. But until the end of 3rd millennium BC, stone remained the main material for producing the tools. Only with the advent of the Bronze Age in Ukraine, which covered 2nd millennium BC, the metal finally displaced the stone. The alloy of copper and tin, bronze, was stronger than copper and allowed to obtain a product of any desired shape. During this period, nomadic pastoralists replaced the settled farmers of Drupilla. Nomads were tribes who don't have permanent housing and move from one place to another. Archaeological evidence proves that horses were domesticated for the first time in Europe, exactly on the northern Black Sea shore, which allowed nomads to move quickly in search of new lands. Nomads continued to dominate the steppes of Ukraine, where there was a lot of grass for grazing during the early Iron Age in the first millennium BC. It was at this time that people learned to use iron to make tools and weapons, because its deposits are much larger than copper or tin. From this time, we have the first known names of nomadic peoples who inhabited Ukraine – Cimmerians, Scythians and Sarmatians. They all came from the east, belonged to Iranian linguistic group and inhabited the northern Black Sea coast. Cimmerians appeared in the 9th century BC. There is very little information about them. We know that they had no settlements, lived in covered wagons and were in constant motion with their herds of horses. In the 7th century BC, the Cimmerians were driven out of Ukraine by the Scythians, who were able to conquer not only the steppe Black Sea coast, but also a strip of forest steppe inhabited by settled tribes and possible ancestors of the Slavs. Initially, the Scythians did not have a single state and were divided into tribes. Scythian nomads and Royal Scythians in the steppe were engaged in nomadic pastoralism, but Scythian farmers and Scythian plowmen in the forest steppe in agriculture. As Oris Subtelny rightly remarks, fierce and ruthless toward their enemies, these nomads were intensely loyal to their comrades, whose friendship they valued above all else. Only the need to unite to defeat a common enemy, the Persian king Darius I, who at the end of 6th century BC carried out a campaign against the Scythians, led to the formation of a single state, 
Great Scythia. Its heyday took place under King Aetius in the 4th century BC. He conquered all the Scythian tribes, from the Danube to the Don, and even minted his own coin. Aetius involved in the struggle for northeastern Balkans with new rising power, Macedonia, and was defeated by Philip of Macedon, father of Alexander the Great. The death of Aetius, climate change, and military defeats of the Scythians led to the disintegration of Great Scythia and displacement of Scythians in the 3rd century BC by Sarmatians. The remnants of the Scythians retreated to the Crimea and the Lower Dnieper, where their state of Little Scythia still existed for many centuries, until the 3rd century AD. It is worth noting that the Scythians had a very developed spiritual life. Their religion was polytheistic or pagan. They believed in many gods who were responsible for the various forces of nature. Scythians placed expensive jewelry in the graves of the dead and built on its top high earthen or stone mounds. The richest are the royal mounds in Zaporizhia region. In the Tavstamohila mound, archaeologists found a golden pectoral, a golden jewel worn around the neck. In the Soloka mound, a golden crest with a picture of battle was found. All Scythian jewels were characterized by detailed decoration of animal figures, so their art was called animal style. You could find the photos of these objects, as well as other pictures and additional materials, in the description of this episode. Simultaneously with the Scythians, since the 7th century BC, the northern Black Sea region was also settled by Greeks, who came from the south. In the 8th 6 centuries BC, Greeks actively inhabited new territories outside their homeland. This process became known as the Great Greek Colonization. The reasons for the Great Greek Colonization were mainly socio-economic. The population of Greek was constantly increasing, and the land that could be used for agriculture was catastrophically scarce, which prompted the most active people to seek success overseas. In the Northern Black Sea, the Greeks founded several settlements. They often located at the confluence of the big rivers into the Black Sea. Tyrus at the mouth of the Dniester, and Olbia at the mouth of the southern Buch. Greeks chose such places because it eased their grain trade with the farmer tribes in the upper reaches of these rivers. Scythia played a major role in the grain supplies to Greece. Even now, after two and a half millennia, Ukraine is known as the granary of Europe. 
Greeks also liked Crimean Peninsula, where they founded many cities, most powerful of which were Kersenes, on the place of modern Sevastopol, and Penticopium, near present-day Kerch. Penticopium later became the capital of the mighty Bosporan Kingdom, which united the ancient city's colonies on both sides of the Kerch Strait. Penticopium should be famous to fans of Roman history because one of the greatest rivals of Rome, Mithridates the Great, was tragically killed exactly here. Almost all Greek settlements had their own independent authorities and were governed by local residents, so they were city-states with a republican state system. Olbia was an aristocratic republic, where only nobles had a power in their hands. On the contrary, Kersenes and Tyrus were democratic city-states with an exclusion of women, slaves and non-citizens who were deprived of their civil rights. Only the Bosporan Kingdom, due to its bigger territory and barbaric influence, was a monarchy ruled by a king. The main occupation of the Greeks was agriculture and settled cattle breeding. They actively used slaves in their economic activities. Greek craftsmen also achieved high proficiency, high-quality jewelry, as well as painted pottery in the form of black-glazed amphoras, were in great demand among neighboring Scythians. Like most people of the time, the ancient Greeks were pagans and had a well-known rich mythology. The inhabitants of the ancient city colonies especially revert to the goddess Virga Atomis. At the turn of common era, all the ancient policies came under the rule of the Roman Empire and the Bosporan Kingdom became its vassal. But prosperity of colonies went to decline due to attacks of neighboring nomadic tribes. Greek Dia Chrysostom, who visited Olbia in the 1st century AD, saw numerous signs of destruction in the city. He wrote, The city of Boristhenes, as to its size, does not correspond to its ancient fame because of its ever-repeated seizure and its wars. For since the city has lain in the midst of barbarians now for so long a time, barbarians too, who are virtually the most warlike of all, it is always in a state of war and has often been captured. After the decline of Great Scythia, the new neighbors of the Greeks were predominantly the Sarmatians, who ruled over the Ukrainian steppes from the 3rd century BC to the 3rd century AD. Unlike Scythians, the Sarmatians did not have a single state. In combat, 
The Sarmatians first began to use protective armor for cavalry, both horses and riders, which marked the creation of heavily armed cavalry. It helped them to conquer the main part of Scythia and later to carry out looting attacks on the ancient cities of the northern Black Sea and the Danube provinces of the Roman Empire. Another unique feature of Sarmatian social life compared to other people of early Iron Age was a gender equality. Women played an important role in power and the army. Herodotus described them frequently hunting on horseback with their husbands, in war taking the field, and wearing the very same dress as the men and even stated that no girl shall wed till she had killed a man in battle. Sarmatians overruled most of Ukrainian lands during almost seven centuries. Thus, as we see, during the early Iron Age, most historical events took place in the steppe part of Ukraine, the northern Black Sea coast. But at the same time, on the basis of agricultural archaeological cultures of forests and forest steppes, a new group of peoples was formed, the ancient Slavs. These early ancestors of Ukrainians, as well as of dozens of European nations, will become an object of our study next time. Goodbye! and see you next Friday.